0: Karen Cataline, it is so. We have been talking about getting you on the show, and it's great to finally okay. have you here. Welcome. Oh, it's great to talk to you, Kim. And what an honor and a pleasure to be with you. Well, I, right back at you. And you had uh, <laughs> you'd recently had written a piece. I've got the the actual title here now. As the left gone off the deep end. And Karen, as I was working on the promo for for the show yesterday. I just hit a few things, and we're talking a lot about freedom and force. I mean, that's really the big question out there, and that's the big question about government, you know, across history and across across the world today. But the New Green Deal is advocating to pay people who are unwilling to work. Uh, the left is uh, advocating aborting babies in the fourth trimester. They're advocating getting rid of the Electoral College, which is in the Constitution. They are mm-hmm. advocating to force people to buy electric cars, so, Karen, mm-hmm. has the left gone off the deep end? Oh, God, yes. <laughs> okay, interview's over. Yeah, that's it. Okay. Thanks so much. We greatly appreciate it.
1: Have a great yeah. day. <laughs> Good talking to you. <laughs> um, I think the piece you're talking about, sometimes it, the title gets changed, and that's just fine. Um, the piece that's on my blog that I believe you're referring to, uh, I used the title, is the left creating an alternate reality? And I think that's just exactly what they're doing. I think that there is a, we're in a transition area and, and sort of the middle, middle uh, of imposing real hardcore socialism on this country. I believe they've been angling to do it for a very long time. And one of the ways that they do that, I think, because we're watching it before our very eyes, is to do a complete 180 on a lot of the stuff that they were advocating for, not even 10 years ago, a whole lot less. I usually like to say that uh, liberals don't really care about hypocrisy because they don't care what they said last Thursday. And yet we're supposed to trust them to be our benevolent dictators. Um, Case in point, uh, they're always lecturing us about danger, danger, danger. You know, we can't use straws and we and of course, Using a gun, a law-abiding citizen using a gun to defend himself, oh, that's just too dangerous. And and toy guns are dangerous for kids. Meanwhile, they advocate shooting galleries in in downtown Denver. So they don't really care. None of it is about any of that. And and what I think Republicans make a huge mistake uh, uh, is taking them at their word. Well, that you that's, know, go to the motive. Go to what their true motive is, and there you'll find
0: the real answer. Well, you know, I really do think that the veil is off on this. And Steve and I had a, a number of sound bites queued up for uh, regarding the, uh, Ocasio-Cortez's uh, new Green Deal. And Steve, if you can get find that first one that we were going to talk about the guy on Tucker Carlson, when you find that, let me know. But Karen, I think that the the veil is now off on the agenda. It really is an agenda of freedom or force. Now they have used they're using um, heartstrings to push forward their agendas. Well, I went down yesterday and testified regarding the. Uh, executive orders uh, regarding, uh, let's see, low-emission vehicles and zero-emission vehicles. And uh, Senator, Senator John Cook has brought forth legislation to push back on those. Now, of course, it mm-hmm. uh, did not pass out a out committee on a party-line vote. But it's freedom or force. But what has been so interesting, yes. and the left has been so good at this, is – uh, you know, Sierra Club, League of Women Voters, you know, a variety of people came to testify against the bill. But, and they talk about asthma. And, that, and in a way, it's a straw man. I mean, we, I care about all children. I, and definitely, I think we're to be good stewards of the earth. But there's also this freedom of mobility that because of that, regular everyday people are living lives that are so, you know, so much better than even just two generations ago. And it's, it's a variety of things, but one of them is freedom of mobility. And while the, the left says that you know they care about people, they care about you know, children, in essence, they are using that and hiding behind that to try to push forward their agenda.
1: I couldn't agree more. If I may be so bold, I just put out a piece on Town Hall called Real Compassion Respects the Other Guy's Freedom.
0: And it was my
1: attempt, because we've all tried, you know, to do this. I believe, let me just back up a bit. I believe that it's a real gift that the left is finally out of the closet. And I think it's Donald Trump that forced them out of the ideological closet and let us know who they really are. Some of us, like you, political watchers, have been watching this for a long time, and we've been saying that. And people said, oh, no, no, you're just such a radical by thinking everybody's a socialist. Well, guess what? The left is now run and controlled by socialists. Those are the ones uh, demanding the agenda. And they have educated out the whole notion of free will, the very cornerstone of our Constitution. So I think it is a terrific gift for us because we can have this conversation publicly And it's up to every one of us. You are such a wonderful role model for doing exactly that, for doing your part and using your megaphone to educate people about the difference between what you personally believe and what you're willing to use the government to force others to do.
0: Well, uh, and we have to show up. Uh, you know, I didn't really become involved in all this till about 2012. I was becoming more and more concerned about the direction of the country. I was concerned about what, you know, the kids were coming home from school talking about. You know, I, I was thinking that they were studying Shakespeare in, in English. I mean, my dad in a little, you know, a little country school, I mean, he studied Lincoln and he studied Shakespeare and and they thought about big ideas. And now we've got this this, uh, sex education bill that is all hedonistic. It's all on physical uh, attributes versus trying to think about you know, being a better person, introspection on who are we, you know, why are we here? Um, Karen, let's do this. Let's go to break. When we come back, Steve has it queued up. Uh, the uh, Ocasio-Cortez's, uh, what's his name, Steve? Her uh, number one advisor to this <laughs> Green New Deal, uh, professor, Cornell professor Robert Hockett. Okay, and Robert Hockett was on Tucker Carlson on Friday night. And I heard this, and I'm like... The guy is, is and I, I really hate to accuse people of lying because I take that very seriously. But I'm, I'm driving and I'm like, the guy is lying because I read the, the New Green Deal. And Karen, this is another thing. Mm. Sometimes hit the print button because I was researching the New Green Deal last week for the show. I found it mm-hmm. and I hit print. And so I've got the copy that they now are trying to walk back. So it's always nice Mm. to have that hard copy in your hand. So let's go to break. We'll uh, listen to that soundbite, and then I'd like you to comment on that. So this is Kim Munson with the AmeriChicks talking with columnist, speaker, radio show host, Karen Cataline. We'll be right back. Mm Happy Valentine's Day to all of you out there. This is Kim Munson with the AmeriChicks dissecting issues as right versus wrong. Instead of right versus left, agree or disagree, let's have these conversations. Be sure and check out my website, Americhicks.com, and that is where I am on Facebook and Twitter as well. I'm thrilled to have on the line with me uh Karen Cataline. She is uh she's just a, a, a big thinker and she's able to articulate Uh, these thoughts in in very effective manner so karen very quickly tell people about your radio show
1: oh well thank you Uh, i do an internet live call-in talk radio show on tuesdays 2 p.m mountain 4 p.m eastern it's only an hour uh, but if you can't tune in and you can always call in which is really always fun to be able to do that um... Uh, and uh, I've got all the podcasts on my website, www.karencataline.com. If you know how to spell my name, you'll know how to find me. How do I'm you trying spell to your grow name? grow my Twitter followers. <laughs> ah, thank you. Karen spelled the normal way. Cataline spelled K-A-T-A-L-I-N-E. Uh, all you got to do is go to my website at Showtime, click on the picture, and it'll take you to the play button, and then you can listen live or call in. There's a phone number there. Um, and so we talk about things national, but, uh, of course, I love to fill in and do other things local. I am in Colorado, and uh, and I'm a native of Denver. And I just have to say it breaks my heart to yeah. see what they're doing to my
0: to our, hometown our city. of Denver.
1: My parents were born and raised in Denver. and uh, And so I am heartened by the fact that people are fighting back. I think that we are making progress on these so-called safe injection sites. And unfortunately, we're going to have to do that for the next two years
0: because they control everything. Well, and I think you alluded to this, but uh, regarding um, an alternate reality, they have been angling for this. This has been going on for a long time. I would venture to say Uh since the 70s for sure, the 60s and Uh the 70s. But the veil is off on what is going on. And I think that the... And the Democrat Party of today is not the Democrat Party of JFK. It is now lurched so far to the left, and it's been taken over by radical, progressive activists. And And I think that Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer, in a way, are wringing their ha- hands with these new young ones that are in Congress now, because uh, the veil is off, and as people are realizing what's going on, they're like, wait a minute. But uh, Steve, let's go ahead and do this soundbite from Tucker Carlson. They're
1: not as good as lying. They're that, not as good at lying. <laughs> that's right. So, OK, right. hold on here. Yeah. It's not okay. all of the details have been ironed out as of tonight. And that's why we're grateful that Robert Hockett is here. He's a law professor at Cornell. He's advising Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez on the Green New Deal. And he joins us. Professor, thanks very much for coming on. Thanks, so ask the obvious question. Why would we ever pay
0: people who are, quote, unwilling to work? Uh, I, we, we never would. Right. And and AOC has never said anything like that. Right. I think you're referring to some sort of a document that some, I think some doctored document that somebody other than us has been circulating. Boy, Karen, can you believe that I, I actually have the document and it says right in there to pay people unwilling to work. And so the veil is off and, uh, I'm grateful for that. And your point, I think Donald Trump was the catalyst that caused this to happen.
1: I do too. And um, that is exactly what I wrote just recently, that Donald Trump, it's hard to think that it's accidental. It is not accidental that he has the effect of a giant over overuse of scotch on these people. They lose their inhibitions. They go over the top, their hair's on fire, and we get to see the seething hatred and the hypocrisy that they really always had. It's just that they were really good at lying about it. Uh, I don't believe every single, uh, just to to qualify, not every single Democrat uh, believes these things. The problem is that the strategists are the ones that kind of call the shots And they encourage collectivist thinking so that other people jump on the bandwagon, mostly because they want to think of themselves as compassionate. It's more about their self-image than it is that this is a good idea. Um, And I always go to motive and to the pattern of behavior because I'll tell you one of the many things that sticks in my craw, Kim, and that is that Republicans, frankly, are too nice. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Republicans are constantly giving the benefit of the doubt to people who clearly have shown us that they hate this country, they hate what this country was founded on, and their policies are designed to destroy, demean, and uh, and uh, decay our country. Anybody who thinks that enabling uh, IV drug use in the middle of downtown Denver uh, is a good thing and that it will help the neighborhood – Uh, is preposterous. And even if you're a libertarian, and I have strong libertarian leanings, I don't want the government subsidizing and enabling IV drug users. uh, And this is what they want. It it almost sounds, in fact, it does sound like uh, opium dens in China. We know that that was funded by George Soros. George Soros has no love for this country. He sees America as standing in the way of his socialist utopian dream, of which he and his descendants are the dictators.
0: Well, and what is so interesting to me is, and, and you know, you go down and you can testify, and it can be any particular piece of legislation, and y- you now know what the story is going to be. Uh, I mean, I, I, and I, when I sat on city council, I saw this as well, that um, there's personal stories. I'm not sure. The left uses personal stories. I'm not sure that they're always true. I, I, Obama was a master at this. And I'd be sitting there thinking, that's that's effective. I'm not sure that it's true, but it is effective. And um, so they've been using this and using this and, and trying to make it look like people that want to have freedom of mobility hate children. I mean, that's exactly kind of what they want to say. But actually, if families have freedom of mobility they're actually able to take their kids to doctor's appointments or soccer or families are able to go to work so that they can make a living to take care of their families. And uh, so it's kind of like I think that that's worn out. We need to make sure that we start to talk about these these issues with the big ideas of freedom or force. Do we want to pass on freedom to our kids or are we going to force them into, in essence... I think they want people to live in just these little apartments near a light rail, go to work, go sure. home, and that's your existence. Well, our
1: Thomas, wasn't it? Yeah, wasn't it Thomas Jefferson who warned, warned us and future, future generations? I don't have a history background. You do. Uh, 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 he warned us against living in big cities and living on top of each other because the the. And I lived in New York City. I lived in L.A a miserable almost two years, I detested in L.A., where people who live on top of each other are dependent and are are taught to, to think and behave collectively. What concerns me most is the educational system that we've been at the sleep at the switch. Yeah, we have. Because we've taught people that the term American exceptionalism is an evil, terrible, racist term. We've taught people, many of them, not we, but them, that individualism is somehow selfish. That's the perennial uh, debate that Ayn Rand uh, was trying to address. It's not selfish. If you take care of and you have enlightened self-interest, you'll be in a better position to help others. Those are the principles we really need to teach, and uh, we're behind the eight ball. But I think with media and with mass immediate information – we may, in fact, be able to reverse this in a shorter time, God willing, than we were able. Than we had to get here, and that's important because I don't think we have that kind of time of several generations. We got to do it fast. We got to do it quick, and we have a unique opportunity in Donald Trump to be able to uh, educate people on a large scale. I, uh, I, I guess I'm optimistic and hopeful that that will happen now that they're out of the closet.
0: Well, and that is for sure. I think there's also something. Uh, I think McConnell is going to bring this new Green Deal to a vote. And I think that is absolutely brilliant because that means that Cory Booker and Kamala Harris and, and uh, Amy Klobuchar, you know, uh, all of these senators, they're running for president. He's going to get them on record on what they think about this new Green Deal. I think that is a great idea. Hey, Steve, you had a comment? I never know what to think about McConnell, but this is genius. Yeah. And as he says, I, I'll I'll get everybody on record where they stand. I'm like, oh wow. Yeah, I think that's brilliant. That's smart. It's, yeah, I love and it's, a, it's it. about and I time think, we, we use a yeah. little strategy, you know? <laughs> well, yeah, I think
1: so too. And and I think it's great that someone again, like Donald Trump, has pushed. Uh, Mitch McConnell to be a little more uh, uh, offensive than constantly on the
0: defense. Yeah, we need to yeah, absolutely. And you are a woman, Karen Cataline, who is on the offense. You uh, you see yeah. big ideas and um, and you talk about them. And so it's really great to have you on the show. So uh, got just a couple of minutes. Your final thoughts? Uh,
1: I just. Thank you for the work that you do and encouraging people to use their voice and speak up. It's like use it or lose it. If you don't use your freedom, God forbid, you might lose it. If you disagree, if you want to talk to me, if you want to connect on Twitter, KarenCataline.com.
0: would love to hear from your listeners, and uh, I, I love the work you do. Well awesome. right right Thanks back we're doing it. Yeah, right back at you. And there's I'm I'm encouraged as well and you know I I say Karen that I really think that we are in the third founding of America. There was George yes. Washington yeah. and and the colonists, there was Lincoln, you know, the Civil War, and then the, the the third founding of America. I I never really dreamed it was going to be Donald Trump, but I think he's the guy. Yeah. And we have to be in the fight. Every one of you needs yep. to do something every day to make sure that you are pushing forward freedom. And it may just be having a conversation, you know, with the the wait staff. Uh, After the uh, uh, hearing, I was at a restaurant and um, had been there for breakfast, then went back for lunch. And the waitress had said, so how did it go? I said, well, you know, they didn't vote in our favor. And then I explained this whole thing about these zero emission vehicles and low emission vehicles in a short, you know, insane. Basically, this is going to reduce people's choices of mobility, and it's going to increase the cost of vehicles. And she said, that's not a good idea. And so you can take just two minutes, and you can make a difference. And I know that you're doing that, Karen Cataline.
1: Well, thank you. And I know you do. And it's amazing how much you can impact, have an impact on people that you see every day in a kind of a non-confrontational, which, of course, is not my strength, (laughs) way, like at the gas pump you know. Absolutely. All those
0: kinds of things. You can do that. That's for sure. So it's Karen Cataline. That's K-A-T-A-L-E-I-N-E dot com, right? Dot com? That's correct. K-A-T-A-L-I-N-E. Thank you.
1: My pleasure to be with you. You have a great day.